Hello, and thank you for tuning in to the After Hours. We just finished talking about Tucker and Dale versus Evil, and uh, we had an absolute blast. This is where we're just going to basically talk about things we want to talk about, maybe other movies we've seen, or what's going on in movie news, stuff like that. All well, foregoing all of our inhibitions by drinking uh, a bunch of liquor. So, without further ado... Let's carry on with the After Hours podcast session here, Pat. All right. How you been? <laughs> pretty, pretty good, man. Pretty good. How do we do this exactly? I don't know. We're what, still a little uh, clunky on this this format, but... Uh, do you have any, like, uh, talking points? Did you pre- I, I wanted to prepare something, but I didn't really have much that caught my eye in movie news to talk about. Okay. You know, you know what? I didn't get off my chest on the... Uh, the official episode there about this movie was just, uh, I said I was going to talk about it later, and here we are in the after hours talking about Breaker High. So, Tyler Labine was in a show called Breaker High. I believe it was a Canadian show, like the movie Tucker and Dale. It was filmed in Canada. I believe it was written by Canadians, but anyways, I digress. Breaker High was a, a TV show, a sitcom about high school kids who were doing their schooling on a cruise ship? Uh, a boat what the fuck man that is a ridiculous concept i think that is the most ridiculous thing I, like looking back on it it probably gave me these unrealistic expectations of high school like whoa it's so cool high school must be awesome look at these kids on a boat doing high school but you knew you you'd seen high schools before you'd probably i was pretty really young when the like... show was out like, maybe my sister was going into high school. So, I, like, I didn't have any idea. And being four years younger, I wasn't... You'd never played, like, basketball things. or ball hockey or something in a high school gym? Well, no, because... So like, you didn't have any evidence that high schools were not boats. I knew they were not boats. But what I'm saying was that was just, like... It was kind of one of those things where it's like, wow, high school must be so cool. So cool these kids can do it on a boat. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it was, no, I it was just, you. like... All of a like sudden, it it's almost like a high school prison. Like, yeah, it makes <laughs> high school out to be like a party all the time. So when you're a kid, you're like, that's what high school is going to be like? Awesome. I can't wait. Yeah, look at all these friends having a great time on a boat. A really big boat. Um, of course, I'm I sure think... this high school didn't teach any practical boating skills, which really is no. like one of those arguments now that people are like, teach me how to do taxes in high school. It's like addition, subtraction, percentages, ratios. It's fine. You don't, you can, if you can read, you can do your taxes. But I, I don't want to get too far into that. I just think ridiculous. All right, and I'm thinking like, what other vessels could you portray a high school environment in? I so guess. walk me through this con- concept because I am not familiar with Breaker High. Th- there's, n- I'd heard of it. I knew it was on like TV, mm-hmm. uh, like YTV. I watched a lot, so I knew it was on there. Yeah. I think it was for like, uh, I was a little young for it, right? Like I was like a little kid. So a high school show, I was like, eh, nah, give me cartoons or whatever. Yeah. I was thinking back then. So you, so it's a cruise ship, you said, right? And there's I, a high school on the like cruise that. ship. Oh no, I'm gonna I'm gonna get in the weeds. Like I want I demand an explanation here. So I want some, <laughs> I got some follow up questions. All right, lay it was, on me. Was the 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 entirety of the cruise ship dedicated to this high school? Or was um, there like other crews? Like, were there people like getting drunk on margaritas and then going to see a magic show in the evening 
on the same cruise ship where this high school was located? Uh, now that I'm thinking about it, I'm wondering if it's like a Coast Guard ship that these kids, their parents are all like part of the Navy or something. <laughs> That's what That was going to um, be my next question. Like, are right? these kids on this cruise ship because like their parents work for the cruise line? But now it sounds like are, you're not even sure if, if no, it was a cruise I, ship. The, uh, the only thing I wanted to bring up was how ridiculous the idea of running a high school on a boat seemed to be to me. And now you're giving right, me well, the, here's the fourth one. degree. So keep keep it up. I, I'm liking this because okay. it's making me think. It's actually bringing back some like some some scenes, you know. Well, I guess my other question that that sprung to mind is like, was this ship docked or was it at sea? Or I believe did they, it like was, go to portward. Like it was both. Okay, so there'd be like episodes they're at sea, but then maybe there'd be an episode where they're they go they sail into port and then yeah. Which is which okay. is not a bad concept because I guess you could always introduce new characters and new problems. You can switch it up. Yeah, that's a great way right. to. It's not bad. Switch it up. Don't get me wrong. It's like the show worked. Obviously, I think it was on on TV for a little while there, but I was like remembering like I think that one of the, like the captain was one of the the dads of the kids that was in the high school. But yeah, the whole con. I don't know, man. I doubt it was. Now that I'm starting to doubt, I don't think it was. It was probably not a cruise ship. Because could you imagine doing high school on a cruise ship? Like, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, there'd be yeah, there'd be a bunch of like we're doing gym. Lazy, where are we fat, doing that? Lazy tourists, like <laughs> like just eating buffets all the time, and like right, just bathing in the pool and stuff, and like going to gamble and like. Like, could you imagine if you did high school on a cruise ship? That kind of environment. If you lived on a cruise ship for basically four years of your life. You you'd need a cargo crane to get off that boat by the end of it. Like, oh, that's yeah. buffet food in a day in day out, right? Like nobody's that's calorie dense that. food, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's just simple that's science. Not gonna okay, be good for you. No, a hundred percent not good for you. I wouldn't be surprised if some of them just just got tossed overboard. You know what I mean? Like washed washed overboard. There's a lot of ways you could take this show. I mean, they could make a really dark version of that. Uh, tackle some societal problems in a different light with boat high school but i was thinking how ridiculous it would be like because eventually let's be honest probably in the next 50 years they're gonna have a show where these kids are doing high school on a space station and i think they're gonna call it orbit, oh, orbit high i'll i'm i'm down <laughs> we should we should do we should well let's produce orbit high right now let's do it all right um we're gonna need a lot of weed <laughs> there's no way you can make a show like that without being out of your mind high you can you can play like the the angry gym teacher <laughs> who shows up and you're just wearing the hat and always chewing gum and you're like hey what are you kids doing get <laughs> whatever angry gym teacher say quit horsing around over there yeah expect the unexpected keep turning on and off the gravity fields again <laughs> get all messed up playing dodgeball and shit <laughs> i think that okay that could work all right there's a should we do this before we do uh, the uh, the Sonic movie we want to do? I think we got we are this before thing's already got legs. Shadow man. the Hedgehog detective movie. Yeah, this thing. Maybe. No, Orbit High already has legs. I think we just run with it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean the the Russo brothers got into TV before they started making Marvel movies. There you so go. Maybe we follow their example. We yeah. get Orbit High off the ground. We use that to the success of that to spring our set like just springboard ourselves into getting this deal to make the shadow of the hedgehog movie. If it lasts for more than one season, we've made it. Even yeah. if the second season gets shut down halfway through, doesn't matter. It's like, well, what have you yeah. done? Like pff, more than one season on television. They're like, all right, you're in. 
You son of a bitch. <laughs> and you're from the same country as Jim Carrey? Fantastic. Yeah. Here's $120 million. <laughs> Go make your shadow movie. Do you guys know Jim Carrey? Because they still think everyone in Canada knows every other Canadian. <laughs> Go down to Hollywood. <laughs> oh, yeah. Office Greg. He's dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if anybody remembers that commercial, but... Oh, man. you remember that one? I do not. You lost it's me like, I think it was like a it was a beer commercial or something, but it was like Canadian commercial, obviously. So it's like guys at a party in the States and, and someone's like, Oh, this is my my buddy from uh, Canada and someone's like, You're from Canada? Do you do you like know Greg from Canada? He works in an office and, and the guy just goes, Oh yeah, office Greg, he's dead and like walks away <laughs> from her. <laughs> I feel like there was a beer commercial where they were getting the guy was getting ripped on, he's like Hey, new dude to boot it. Ah, and the guy was just like, ah, I'm fucking, I think there I'm was really, like, might have been the same you remember series. That, okay, so you remember that I am Canadian, right? Like, my oh, name yeah. is Joe, and I am Canadian. That was a massive hit of a commercial. Oh, like, massive, was, massive success for Molson Canadian. Yeah. And I think like every, like every commercial from a Canadian company, like for a good solid few months to a year after that was like playing on like, canadians just being stereotyped by americans oh yeah um, i think it, so it's kind of like in the wake of that that's where office office greg comes from which oh, now i'm thinking sure. it was like office glenn but doesn't matter but that that one and that other one that you're talking about like i think it's the same thing it's like we gotta we gotta like speak to like the misunderstood canadian like being stereotyped by americans because that's what yeah. commercials do and it's good cross-border promotion too right Mm-hmm. like people in uh, the states are like ah i guess canadians are just like us and if they like their beer maybe we'll like it too because i mean at this time like it that's it's got to be a hard market to break into like everyone always thinks oh canadian beer is stronger and there's i think it is technically based on the way they measure alcohol in the beer but uh i'll tell you right now like i i went down to the states one time and i had that mentality in my head that american beer is weaker than canadian beer so i should be able to drink more of it Mm-hmm. I don't care who you are. Twenty-one Budweisers is gonna fuck you up if it's Canadian or American. You're not getting past it. Like you're inebriated, hundred percent after twenty-one. Even if I yelled, this shit goes down like water four hundred times, I was still s- smashed. It went down like water, but I mean, any beer does after you've already had twelve. So uh, I suppose, yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna just gonna say it doesn't when you're drinking in excess and trust me the beer in the states is way cheaper it's way easier to drink in excess in the states don't matter if it's lighter because you could just drink more um but getting getting back (laughs) to more of like uh the movie theme here i really wanted to bring this up and we talked a little bit about it before um so the movie we just did tucker versus dale tucker and dale versus evil it was filmed all in alberta and uh they're actually doing a really cool HBO series out here, I believe it is, and it's uh, based on the video game The Last of Us. So they've begun production on this film. Uh, I saw a couple of pictures um, of one of the sets they were doing up downtown Edmonton, and it looks like it's going to be great. I've never had a problem watching an HBO show. I think HBO does really good work. Kind of blundered the end of uh, Game of Thrones, but I still watched it because it was so well done. Oh well, yeah, you had to you had to watch. You had you had to finish. You're already seven seasons deep. Like you're, you're not gonna... your pot committed, and it's like let's yeah get it over with. Yeah, so you know what? Based let's on see what Little Miss Dragon Hitler is gonna do next, right? <laughs> she really <laughs> did turn out to be the ultimate evil. Um, but so HBO, uh, I'm 
any show that I've like kind of enjoyed the premise of that HBO has done, like, oh, that could be a neat show that I've watched. I've I've stuck it out. HBO has always been a, a hit with me. Uh, a lot of their shows that I've watched tend to grab me within the first episode or two, and then I'm hooked. Uh, so I'm really looking forward to this this new show they're coming out with The Last of Us based off the, uh, I don't know if it's critically acclaimed, but a great video game. Uh, yeah, it is. Yeah. I haven't played uh, Last of Us Part 2. Really got to get around to getting that at some point. But yeah, the yeah. first Last of Us, one of the first games I played on PS4. Mm-hmm. If not, I think maybe the very first. And yeah, blew me away. It was a, it was a fantastic game. Yeah, so I think if they do. If it was any good, then that would be that would be that would be cool with me. They, I mean, yeah, they, they do a great job, and obviously, there's a lot of source content they can go with, and um, because the story is only in a video game, they can carry it on any way they want. Or maybe there's already maybe there's talks of there being a part three to this video game, and the HBO show will be able to carry it on. Right? Is the show doing? Do you know about the show? Like, is it following characters from the game? Because I feel like this is a like the the environment. It's kind of like a little bit. We've seen like post-apocalypse with zombies and other stuff in it before, but this is mm-hmm. this one's like got its own unique spin enough that you could just like, you know, make the show in that in that world, not necessarily about the same characters, right? It doesn't have to be about Joel and Ellie, but yeah, you can make you know other characters that we haven't seen or heard of in the games and kind of tell their story in the same environment. You know, that, that's a really good point. I want to ask you right now because I haven't played the games, but uh, The Witcher. The video mm-hmm. games, The Witcher. Have you played any of those? No, not uh, other than like uh, The Witcher Part Two, which I tried the first, like the first few missions, and okay. I didn't. It didn't click for me. It felt like kind of. It felt like the game expected me to know a lot already. Probably, and I was yeah. like just super confused. Like I don't know anything about the lore of this game, and it right away was like telling me all this stuff I didn't understand. And it's like, well, you didn't really, like, kind of put me into a place to, like, learn this lore. Like, I don't know if they assumed we'd played The Witcher Part 1 or, or what have you, but... Yeah, and, that, and that's Yeah, fair. so it didn't, it didn't hold my attention. I was like, yeah, maybe maybe not with The Witcher 2. I got other games that... Uh, there's always... Like, if a game doesn't grab me right away, there, there's always, like, a dozen other games that I've got... Ready you know, to go. ...backlog that I've got to get... I want to get around to anyway. Yeah. Yeah, I don't blame you. But no, so the reason I brought it up is because Netflix did that series, The Witcher. And I'd never played any of The Witcher games. But I think that you made a really good point. Are they going to follow the characters of the video game? Or are they going to just rewrite their own kind of characters into this world, right? Kind of like the <clears throat> Assassin's Creed movie, which, which I was wasn't dumb. a fan of. That like, was I, was a, I was a fan of the games. Uh, yeah. The Assassin's Creed movie I, I didn't like, but... Uh, they did like it was a cool concept to have like they, they kind of understood like well this world exists we don't have to do like the characters in the games but yeah you take the concept of the games tell a story about someone else that you haven't seen before you know and I'm, i think i'm really interested to see how they do that with this because there, there's so much potential for um well sure several yeah. different storylines they never even have to intertwine you could do like one episode is a whole different storyline, you know, and they can make it really dramatic every, because I'm assuming there'll be hour long episodes at least, you know, or like 48 minutes or 42 minutes, whatever they, well, I guess HBO is, they don't have commercials, so they'll just run it for like 54 minutes basically, mm-hmm. uh, or however long they really want to run it for. Uh, so I'm looking forward to seeing what they do with that. Um, but like I was saying, like with The Witcher, no idea if it has anything to do with the games besides the, uh, 
the characters I do, and the lore. You I know do I mean? know, yeah, the character is the same. Yeah. The the main character is I think Geralt, he, I believe his name is. Yeah. Um so he's the focus of the show as well as the game. I haven't watched the show either, but that much I can tell from like the tra- trailers and stuff. Yeah. Now you'd kind of wonder if um I kind of wonder if The Last of Us is going to end up doing something like a oh, this was life before and here's life after. Like if they'll do a bunch of flashbacks like I said, I think this has a lot of potential, and uh, and I really want to see them do a good job with it. I know HBO typically does, as I've stated before, uh, but it'd be really nice to see like a video game to film uh, adaptation that just smashes it out of the park again. Because I know The Witcher that was really popular, even among people that had never played The Witcher. Uh, mm-hmm. It was just it was just a really well done show. So all we can do is hope for the best. Um, they have begun filming. Like I said, I saw one of the sets on Twitter there. Somebody posted a guy looking over his balcony at the set. And we kept making jokes about it on the internet. Like, oh man, of course they came to Edmonton. It already looks post-apocalyptic. Like, all you have to do is throw some cars on their side and boom, the roads are already pitted out to hell. And just CGI in some broken nice. buildings, whatever. But <laughs> those, are some good, those are some good Edmonton jokes. There you go. Yeah. Um... We'll see what kind of hate we get for that, making fun of Edmonton. As long as we don't attack the hockey team, we're good, I think. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I want to ask you, was there anything else that you watched this week that kind of uh, was noteworthy, or did you go back and watch some some stuff you already seen before, or was it just an easy week? Um, haven't been watching much, really, uh, movie-wise. Um, I guess I, I finished, uh, like, this, this week... Was it this week or last? This week, I believe, uh, they put out the final episode of this season of, of What If on Disney Plus. Oh, okay. Um, so I was I was pretty impressed with that. It took me a couple episodes to kind of get into like, like what what are we doing here? Is this an anthology? Is it something else? But, um, yeah. What if What if was pretty good, and I just I just watched the the finale there and wrap things up pretty well but i hear they're doing a second season so i don't know how that's gonna go well i mean they can kind of take it any direction they want right yeah but so far i'm pretty impressed with the the marvel shows like wandavision and loki i thought were both fantastic yeah uh falcon and the winter soldier i i could take it or leave it like it was had some nothing special it had some fun action it was cool to see like uh, a couple different people get yeah a little bit a bit of i think it could have been a lot I think it could have been a lot better, but uh, it was, it was oh, yeah. fine. I yeah. didn't find it particularly offensive or nothing. Yeah, and then uh, and then what F's been pretty good too. So I actually haven't checked that one out. So maybe that's something I'll uh, consider doing in my downtime, in my spare time, is just watch uh, a couple episodes of that. I went back to an old classic, and when I say classic, it's not really classic at all. It's it's not really a good movie, but it's one of those ones for me that I'm like, this is just a badass action film. And uh, I went back and watched Blade. The original Blade movie. Nice. Man, Wesley Snipes crushes it. And that, that that movie was just like... When I was I've younger, I saw it. That opening scene where they're at the, the blood rave, I guess you could call it. Uh, just phenomenal. Right? The one guy's like, oh my god, this, this is fucked up. Everyone here is a vampire and I've never seen a vampire before. And then he scurries along the wall, or like the floor, trying to like get up and get out of the place. And Blade, not a drop of blood on him. Just crisp dude with a sword in his back and he's just loaded up with silver stakes and fucking just just loaded man like just ready to kill shit and then for like the first five ten minutes of that movie it's like 
shotguns and spears and sword action. The movie's terrible, actually. Like when you when <laughs> when you actually watch the movie, you're like, this is just a pure fucking it's a bunch of it's a stroke off action show. You know what I mean? Yeah, like it very cheesy. Doesn't need a story at all. I literally could have watched a, just a movie where he goes around killing vampires aimlessly, which is pretty Man, much Blade, what he did. Blade Two is fantastic, though. It's got Norman Reedus in it, right? It does have Norman Reedus. And then the third and, one, uh, hits Ron, up, uh, Ron Perlman. Oh yeah, Ron Perlman's the the vampire part of the vampire crew that has to hunt the super vampires. They, they have to work <laughs> with Blade, yeah. <laughs> to take out the like mega vampires yeah because that, why like, wouldn't there prey be? on that prey on vampires yeah it's just evolution yeah, and a, our faces open up bigger so now you're screwed that's for a sure fucking great film fun fun action film so that that one yeah. for me was kind of like i think i saw it on uh i think it was on crave or something like i'm like it, been been running through all of the streaming services and I'm just running out of stuff to watch here. Like I'm just not finding a lot of stuff that piques my interest as I'm scrolling through and reading. Uh, very visually enticed by, uh, by movie covers a lot. So like sometimes I can scroll through an entire genre on Netflix say, and I'm just like, no, no, no. Like if it doesn't catch me right on the, the first visual appearance, I've probably scrolled over several gems, several movies that I would have loved just based on the pure fact that I'm like, I don't even want to read the synopsis for something with that bad a cover. You're just scrolling through and you're like, Citizen Kane, more like Citizen Lane. <laughs> Get some cameras that film in color. Next. Schindler's <laughs> List. I don't like math. Like, <laughs> how many how many lines are on this list? I don't like that. Uh, yeah, no, like uh, it's, yeah. I've, I've probably got to avoid doing stuff like that. You know, because there have been some movies that we've covered that there was no way in hell I would have watched them unless we had talked about it. Mm-hmm. And uh, and here we are finding ourselves watching some movies that we've we've thoroughly enjoyed. I mean, some of them well, we always knew we would point. would enjoy, but some of them are yeah. just like classic films that uh, I don't think either. Like I would have never gone back and watched that James Bond film unless we had decided to do something like that. I probably wouldn't have either. Yeah, yeah, that was a good one. Goldfinger um, is the specific James Bond. Goldfinger, film. yeah, yeah. I think they ended up yeah. double releasing it with Doctor No at one point. I think we were deciding between Doctor No and uh, and Goldfinger, and we went with the better of the two. I think I, I haven't seen Doctor No, but based on the the little yeah. bit of reading I did and, and watching the film, um, oh yeah, Goldfinger sound- was like a phenomenon, and people were like, "We fucking love James Bond forever now." Yeah, so I think I think we made the right choice on that one. Thank God. Yeah. I couldn't even imagine what it would be like to do a Doctor No episode now after doing Goldfinger. Like, I feel like yeah. it would have been, like, everything we're reading, they're like, oh, if you watched this movie, you should have watched that movie. I feel like that's almost every source that we would have found for information about Dr. No would have been like, it's all right, but have you seen Goldfinger? And, like, the whole time just, like, taunting us, like, no, you you watched the wrong movie. Or less. <laughs> it's like watching Blade. You'd be like, it's fine, but have you seen Blade 2? I think that's, that's a stretch, I think, between Goldfinger and any other James Bond film. But yeah, I see maybe. what you're saying, right? Blade Trinity was also terrible. I wanted to get that out there. Yeah, that's fair. The third Blade movie was t- was just uh, just awful. Yeah, I don't. I, what do you, you think know, about the new guy though? Uh, Mahershala Ali is going to be playing Blade. I haven't. In, I don't uh, know. In the good old fashioned MCU. Oh really? Yeah. So they're going to come uh, out with a new Blade movie. They are. It probably uh, if COVID hadn't delayed, it probably would have been out already. I think. Hmm. Like we're past its original. Planned release, but 
yeah, they're they're committed in somewhere in Phase Four to doing a Blade movie. Well, because Blade's basically his own character within the Marvel universe, right? Like he's not tied in with the Avengers or anything at he's all. He's not an Avenger. He's not part of the X Men or nothing like that, right? Yeah. So maybe that's one that we can do um, in the future. That would always be fun. I mean, you like Blade Two. I like Blade One. I like Blade mm-hmm. Two as well, but I mean, I think Blade One is my go-to for that series. Um, maybe that would be a fun one just to to toy around with because it's not going to be you know like there's I'm sure there's a lot to pick apart for the people that have read the comics and stuff like that, but I don't think it's a a necessity. And I, I kind of want to watch that one, so maybe we'll uh, maybe we'll hit that one up in the future. I don't know. I, I don't really like about the original Blade or the new one. No, I'm thinking about the new one. Um, okay. Yeah, just. Because I think when you start getting into, like, if we were to start, say, doing, like, oh, let's do Guardians of the Galaxy 1. Well, you can't really just do something that has such a, a long line of movies that you need to see. Well, I guess not Guardians. It's pretty separate until they bring them into uh, Endgame and uh, Infinity War. But, I mean, like, it's really, it becomes a lot. You have to unpack a lot for each one of those movies, I think, because they run in series and they all tie together towards the end. So I feel like you'd, you'd do yeah. a disservice to just to do one of those movies. I'm thinking phase, like how it's been is like phase three has been the main one that where they're like, if you didn't do your homework, then fuck you. We don't care if you understand. Mm. Like phase one, obviously. Keep up. Because they're just getting started. Phase two, for the most part, everybody, they mention the stuff that's happened, but everybody's kind of branching off to do their own thing again. Phase three intersects all over the place. And they're like, well, if you didn't, uh, you know, if you didn't watch the previous movies, you're not going to know what's going on, and we don't care. Go watch mm. those movies. Um, I think with Phase Four, they kind of like pump the brakes a bit. They know they got to like take a breath. Yeah. Uh, in a, in a sense, I mean, they are doing some wild shit with like bringing in multiple universes and and what have you. Yeah. And like, obviously, what if plays on a bunch of different things, but like, definitely, mm-hmm. definitely other things like. Uh, like the Black Widow movie, you didn't have to see a bunch of the other movies to know what was going on. No, it's kind of like you're always like, I'm kind of curious. I wonder why she didn't get her own movie. And they're like, well, here it is. Dropped mm-hmm. it. Kind of gives you like a background to that, I suppose. My dad has started getting like, quote unquote, getting into like Marvel movies. Like he could, he didn't give a shit about them until like fairly recently i think when when the pandemic hit and they were all on disney plus and he's like i may as well give it a shot but yeah. he's like in a unique position where he like he doesn't want to go back and watch all of them he's like i'm not committing to watching 23 movies like forget that yeah. so we just like when something new comes out um he he asks me like do i need to know anything for this going in like do i need to know any other movies and if i'm like yeah maybe one or two he's like okay i'm not gonna watch that movie you tell me what happened in that movie <laughs> and then Give me and the then yeah. I'll go in. Yeah. Give me a quick, gla- you know, gloss it over for me. Let me know what I need to know, and just we'll leave it at that. Basically, yeah. And if he's getting into it, if he's actually enjoying them, then uh, either you're doing a really good job, or it's just really telling of the uh, the new stuff that's coming out that you don't necessarily need to uh, to have seen all the previous work, right? Yeah. Because, I mean, that's one of those things, too, is like, yeah, so, like, you know, when that show Loki came out, if somebody's like, oh, you got to watch this show Loki, and they're like, well, I have Amazon, you know, or Disney Plus, maybe I'll give it a shot. They're not really doing themselves a huge disservice by not having seen previous Marvel movies. Like, they might be on a, a bit of a, you know, hanging on a thread for a few of the scenes or, like, trying to figure things out, like, okay. But they do a pretty good job explaining it. 
Like, I think you could have probably watched Loki with having never seen any of the Marvel movies, and you'd have figured it out pretty quick. Yeah. You know what I mean? They well, break his was, character that, down That's been my fast. dad's experience. Loki was one of his favorite things that he's that he's seen so far. Yeah. And uh, he didn't uh, he didn't feel like he was lost from not having watched um, any of the other stuff, like Thor or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Now, that's like... Uh, the comic books have always been like a... They've been a weird sensation between film comic and video games um comics have been turned into video games video games have been turned into movies movies have been turned into games mcu and and i guess dc to a pretty good extent as well they've got a pretty good track record with being very i guess multi-dimensional in that sense sure you know what i'm saying so like there's been a lot of great games that have come out based around the marvel universe uh, not really <laughs> there haven't been there have been a lot of good dc games uh oh, Marvel okay. video game hits are like few and far between unfortunately i think some of those spider Man are pretty good spider-man on ps4 was was a, a great game yeah um what what else has been a good i remember there was an old x-men game on like sega and that Maximum was a lot of fun carnage back on the super nintendo right yeah um yeah, they're, I don't know. I, I feel like DC's got the better video game track record. They got Injustice. They got the Arkham games. I remember Batman being a huge hit all around. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure there are some bad Batman games, but uh, nobody's told me about them. Then again, I, I'm not really a, a big DC guy. I guess uh, if I were to say my favorite DC hero would be Superman. Really? Yeah. Well, I mean, he's just he does it all. Like, I like the Batman movies a lot. But, I mean, like, if we're talking superhero, I mean, Batman is just, like, a a hero, I guess. Like, he doesn't really have any superpowers. Right? But, I mean, Superman can fly so fast, oh, I mean... he can turn back time. All right? Like, superhero. <laughs> so, I was telling somebody, I was kind of joking. They're like, oh, man, like, Marvel's better than than DC. And I'm like, yeah, I, I would agree to a, to a lot of that extent. But I'm like, but Superman could literally take a shit on the Infinity Stones. And they're like, oh, the Time Stone, we can change time. And Superman's like, I can just fly around the Earth and change time myself. I don't need a fancy Here's a question, stone to though. Here's a question, because Doctor Strange wields Doctor Strange wields the Time Stone. Is the Time Stone magic? Because Superman's weak against magic. He's weak so against that's... the space rock. That's all I know. He's weak against kryptonite, that's one thing, but he's also yeah. weak against magic. Okay. So if you're like a wizard or a sorcerer, you, you've got an edge on Superman. Yeah, fair. But it's Superman. Just punch a hole clean through you. Well, if, if you, you miss magic, it, he'll just go back he in time and he'll just punch I mean, punch it depends on what kind, of, what kind of magic he has. Right? What I'm saying, I guess, is like, the time. If, if the time stone is considered to be magic, then it will... And like, and you're using the time stone to manipulate time, and Superman's trying to fly, do his little fly around the world trick. The magic's gonna win because magic beats Superman. Yeah, I suppose. Right? Like, you can use the time stone to freeze Superman or send send him back in time, and he can't fight against it because he can't he can't counter magic. Uh, that raises a lot of questions again about time travel. Essentially, if you use the time stone, are people aware that you've used the time stone? Or if you go back in time, or is everyone around you aware that you've gone back in time? I think if you're Doctor Strange using Time Stone, you can probably do either or. I Doctor Strange, yeah, but like, um, 
oh my god wanda mm-hmm. when they go back in time and then he's like oh you should have destroyed him sooner or whatever and he's or like she like destroys the soul gem or whatever or the soul stone and then he's like oh i got a time stone this could go back in time and then she's like damn that oh, sucks yeah, like yeah, you okay. knew like she was aware that they went back in time it wasn't kind of like a hey this is weird well that he he put vision back he just like rewound vision he didn't like go back through time it's not like thanos traveled back in time like 30 seconds he targeted vision with the time stone and basically rewound him so yeah everybody watching including wanda was like watching vision okay okay then maybe maybe the time stone's better maybe i was really misinformed anyway superman for the win i think uh, yeah, super, I mean, Superman, like, power-wise, of course he's great, but I'm just saying, you know, Superman versus Doctor Strange, my money's on Strange for sure. Yeah. All right, we'll, we'll unpack that later. <laughs> Unless he gets, like, in, in, like, a fair fight, you know what I mean? Like, if Superman, like, comes up behind Doctor Strange, doesn't know he's there, obviously he could just, like, choke slam him into the ground and turn him into jelly or just, like, crush his skull with one hand Yeah, he's got super strength, right? Of course, Superman doesn't kill and do stuff like that usually, but... I'm saying if they have a fair fight, like, you know, Doctor Strange knows he's coming and has time to prepare, like, Superman's fucked. Fair. He's absolutely fucked. Fair. But he's got to do, like, some Home Alone magic shit. He's like, this is my house. I have to defend it. <laughs> this is my sanctum sanctorum. Yeah. And then Carol the Bell starts playing and he sets he up a bunch rolls of out the blueprints. traps against Superman. Who shows up and, like... Hey, Superman, I'm up here, you dummy. And he throws paint cans (laughs) at Superman's face. (laughs) I can see it. I can see that being very successful. (laughs) That'd be great. That should have been a what-if episode. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Kevin McAllister, a.k.a. Doctor Strange. (laughs) What if Home Alone was actually set in the Marvel Universe? You know, <laughs> that's great. Uh, makes me fun. sad now because I because I know it'll never happen. We could definitely try to do a, do a spoof on it. <laughs> we should try to splice together scenes from Marvel and Home Alone and make it work. <laughs> Be a lot of fancy editing, but I think we have the technology. I don't know if yeah. we have the time, but uh, that'd be great. Um, yeah, you know what? The last time we ended up finishing one of these episodes, I was so drunk. I don't think my eyes were even more than half open. Yeah, I think I don't I th- think we're gonna come up with a better joke than than fucking Strange versus Superman, Home Alone. That was that was fantastic. Yeah, I think we should we've, uh, we should finish quit while we're on top. Yeah, <laughs> we've peaked for the night. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, I think that'll do it uh, from us here and the uh, on the after hours. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed this. Uh, I really hope you guys had a good laugh and or got some uh, some information. And hopefully everyone is looking forward to The Last of Us, the series. I know I am. Um, so yeah, we're going to call it a night. So from myself, Jeff, and from Pat, we'd like to thank you for tuning into the After Hours, this new little project we've got on the go. And we hope you guys had a great listen. And we'll catch you guys all next week live on Twitch. And you can also find these podcasts, The After Hours, on YouTube and Spotify and Anchor. And everywhere else we have our podcast. So thank you again for tuning in. And we will catch you guys all on the next one.